The scientists of today think deeply instead of clearly. One must be sane to think clearly, but one can think deeply and be quite insane. Nikola Tesla. Hello and welcome back to the Turn Right Podcast. This is episode 104, How to Create a Cohesive Novel. In today's episode, I am going to be focusing on eight different ways that you can add cohesion and clarity to your novel. I think that really clear thinking does create a cohesive novel, which is really, really difficult when you take a step back and you think about how you can execute that. As I'm going through what seems like the millionth draft of my novel, um, I realize there are some inconsistencies in the novel, some lack of cohesion here and there, and this is why I think this happened in my novel, what I'm doing to fix it, and how you can prevent yourself from making these same mistakes. So let's get into the meat of this week's episode. Number one, foreshadowing will help you create a cohesive novel. All successful authors know that you have to hint at the clues in the beginning of the novel, whether you're writing thriller or romance or lit fic. You know, the novel is building to the climax. It's building to these big revelations. It's building to, it's building to the whodunit. Who is really in love? What does it mean? You know, whatever the theme and the main goal of your novel is, it's going to be revealed and unraveled slowly, whether or not it's a mystery, suspense type novel, or something like romance, historical fiction, sci-fi. And my high school English teacher, she always used to say that you never put anything in a novel unless it meant something. And that is so true whenever I watch movies, I think it's especially easy to see it. You're like, why is the director, why are the actors showing us this specific scene? It doesn't really make sense, but we know it's going to be unraveled somewhere along the road. You see, when you get to the end of the novel, the reader really doesn't want to feel tricked or cheated. They don't care as much about the big twist if they have if they're completely blindsided by it and they don't see it coming at all we like a little twist but we like to have a good guess and we like to see the clues and um you know be able to point back to them after the twist happens i mean i think the last patient by alex michaelides was a great twist because you could see that one coming if you were clever enough i was not clever enough but once the twist happened i looked back through I looked back through the novel and was like, wow, my mind is blown. That was so well executed. So that's the kind of reaction you want to have from your reader. So you have to foreshadow in an artful way. And sure, you can manipulate the reader a little bit by, you know, placing different perspectives, unreliable narrator, like Alex Michaelides. You know, you can use those mechanisms so the twist isn't clear cut, but we still want to have a hint of what's coming. Number two, ensure consistency amongst your characters. The character needs to not necessarily be the same person from beginning to end. No, that would be boring and not the point of the novel, but the character needs to kind of have similar personality traits from beginning to end. And if they do change, whether physically or spiritually and emotionally, um, you know, that change has to be alluded to or shown to the readers. And I think ensuring consistency amongst your characters can be tricky if you're a pantser or if you don't really know your character or if you don't have an editor or beta readers. 
Um, as I comb back through my novel, I do find some discrepancies on certain characters' appearances, and I think that was the result of me not really knowing them or fleshing them out. I just kind of, you know, go with it as a pantser does. And since I didn't really know who the character was at the beginning, they're a little bit different than who they were at the end. So it's just a simple fix. I just need to go back and edit and ensure that consistency is there now that I spotted it. I think the hardest part was spotting it. You can definitely do some editing and, and some reworking of that to make sure it's consistent. But I mean, I think this can also happen if you don't have an editor or beta readers, because sometimes it is hard to spot these consistencies yourself. Um, you know, there's a lot of different ways to get beta readers. You can join writers groups on Facebook. Um, that's how I've gotten some beta readers in the past. So that's always a good idea. And yeah, if the character is going to change, you know, you have to show that or allude to that at some point in the novel. Otherwise, it's going to be confusing to your readers, unclear and that will not create a cohesive novel. Three, ensure the theme is represented throughout. What is your novel really about? Can you trace every major scene, the first plot point, the midpoint, the pinch points, all back to what is the core of your novel really about? If not, that scene probably needs to be eliminated or reworked. Are characters' actions in line with the theme? Are they doing things that represent the theme? This is especially important in things like sci-fi, where you're really trying to maybe teach the world a lesson but it's also important in other genres as well um you know if you're writing a romance novel and the character is in direct opposition to true love that may not be the kind of theme that you really want to illustrate if your character's actions seem a little random a little out of place then your novel probably needs some work number four ensure there's a mention of time and now this seems like really obvious but I actually don't think it is. I think that whenever you get caught up in the plot, in the character, you can sort of overlook this and even forget about it. But your reader should understand whether or not the novel is taking place over a few days, a few months, or a few years. Every now and then, it will be necessary to mention the time that has elapsed. Again, even if you're writing a pretty straightforward story that maybe takes place over a few weeks, maybe it's like a YF novel and it takes place from the start of the school year to the homecoming dance in October, you're still going to need to remind your reader that time is passing. Otherwise, it can, it can be confusing for them since they are not, in fact, in your head like I sometimes think my reader is. Anyone else? No, just me. Number five, eliminate plot holes. Now, I think this one is actually pretty obvious, like, duh, we don't want plot holes in our novels, and we are thinking about this pretty actively. Um, you don't want a plot hole because then your novel will be hard to follow, people will be raising questions, people will be, um, you know, questioning the validity of your thought process, and you don't want that. But on the other hand, it can be really hard to spot plot holes when you are in the weeds of your novel and working on something for years and years and years and the characters and plot are so familiar to you that you may not realize you have overlooked something very crucial. And so I think this is really where beta readers, friends, family, and editors come into play. And make sure you keep in mind whenever you're choosing betas or editors, really try to get someone that's in, you know, a similar genre as you or at least has interest in that because you don't want a bunch of feedback from someone that maybe doesn't like chiclet. That just won't be helpful to you. So, so really try to vet your betas and editors well. And of course, I know that, you know, getting professional editing is not cheap. Um, so that may not be possible, but I think there are a lot of free resources. People will critique your novel in exchange for a critique of theirs. 
Um, so you can always do that sort of thing, and this will help you track down your plot holes. Number six, ensure there is a consistent voice. If the novel starts out like serious lit fic and ends in a light humorous tone, there is going to be some confusion. Now again, that's a pretty obvious one, and I highly doubt that you're going to do that as a writer, but I think it can be hard if you do start out with a bunch of strong and witty metaphors, and then by the end of the novel, maybe your creative arsenal is a little bit depleted, and maybe you aren't writing as strong as you were at the beginning of the novel, or you don't know the character's motivation, so you can't really create that organic voice. I think that's when it happens to me when the voice isn't consistent, when I don't really know why my character is doing something, I don't really know their authentic reactions, and so I can't write as strong of a voice. And I think that's really hard to kind of, you know, get that organic motivation. And sometimes I think it's just taking a step back and giving yourself time to process things or going back and rereading the beginning of your novel and kind of letting that organic voice sink back into your head. I think those are tactics you can use. Um, but it is hard, I think, especially as pantsers or people that maybe think a little bit more um, big picture-like, it can be hard once you know, those thoughts sort of slow down and you're trying to wrap things up and go with a more logical approach, it can be hard to make sure that voice is as consistent as it was when you were writing from a more organic perspective. Number seven, balance action with reaction. If the novel moves too fast, it won't be cohesive. We of course want a fast, tight paced novel. Um, but don't forget your character needs to stop and reflect and learn from time to time. Otherwise, the action will be dramatic and confusing and you won't understand how the character got from point A to point G. Number eight, don't overexplain. A novel is essentially a metaphor. And I think when people get too caught up in the intricacies of reality, when they're trying to make sure every little thing makes sense, they lose sight of what the novel is truly about. And that can actually backfire and take away from the cohesiveness of the novel. For example, look at Margaret Atwood's extremely famous novel, The Handmaid's Tale. The ending is pretty ambiguous, but it works because I think the whole novel is very metaphoric in general. Um, and I think that actually adds to the cohesiveness of the novel if she had tried to explain every little thing and explain where Offord was going. I think that would have just taken away from it. And I think that you have to be true to how you started the novel and don't get too caught up in the weeds of reality. So those are my eight tactics for how to create a more cohesive novel. Let me know what you thought of this episode by leaving me a comment or replying to us on Twitter. I hope all of you have a great writing week. Keep writing, keep reading, and keep querying. And I will talk to you on our next road trip.